Hey guys, we're back. Chop, chop, chop. We are back. We have a guest today. I know. Well, we got uh, Leo. Hey guys, how's it going? Leo, tell tell the audience about yourself. <laughs> oh, I mean, this is a straight off interview <laughs> question. <here. laughs> well, actually, you know, it's my first time meeting Leo here, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, you know, Andrew's friend. How'd you guys know each other? Well, so online it's very weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost forgot about the the table pounding. Yeah. Oh yeah, don't chop that wood, yeah. Paul. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we it was my first time ever on Bumble, ever. Now yeah. I never even used it for dating because this was like before my time. Yeah, yeah. When I first did online date, I I would did online dating like every other guy out there, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've never been on Bumble, and when I got on Bumble, it was just for straight networking. Yeah. Right? Because uh, I was online just finding, trying to find ways to like just expand my network. Yeah. Meeting new people and just just in the business I am, I'm in, it, it helps. Right. So when I got went online, I, I googled how to find the online uh, networks, and mm-hmm. then LinkedIn come in, came in obviously. Yeah. Uh, but I never expected Tinder and like Bumble, these yeah. dating apps, to connect with other professionals. Hold on. Right? I, my sense of humor. You know, I don't want to take it a wrong way, but the fact is, you two are two grown men. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys connected via a dating app. Like, what are your filters and what are your settings, yo? The thing is, <laughs> I feel like that's part of the joke because that's why I never, I never mentioned it to you before. I, want, I wanted to get that authentic reaction out of you. Like, I think this is one of those scenarios, obviously, like... I'm into that online dating scene. You guys like, must have swiped yes to each other to <laughs> talk to each other first of all. Man, there's a bunch of weirdos out there. Not gonna lie. It, it, it's true. Like, yeah. I, I know, like, you know, being on that part of the dating app for, 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 built for networking and meeting friends, right? I don't think, you know, anyone, or, you know, knock on wood, I won't actually knock on wood. People aren't, aren't out there expecting, like, surprise butt sex. <laughs> like, it's very easy to mitigate that scenario. Like, you're on there looking at their profile, seeing, like, what is this person all about? Yeah. Right? So uh, I looked at yours, you know, you're your entrepreneur, engineer, turned, like, real estate, whatever. I'm like, all right, you know, sounds like, you know, this person will have something to talk about. It's pretty cool. But then there's other profiles on there that I don't. Oh, man. I, I'm not. I'm not sure, man. I'm not sure what this, <laughs> those guys actually want. It's like you look at the picture, like yeah. this guy's really gay. Yeah, like, it's really flamboyant. I'm like, okay, hey, uh, they're probably not here to want to expand their network. Yeah. I'll swipe uh, left. Yeah. Wait, so it's a thing for people to like meet each other, like yeah. for common interests besides like you know casual sex. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not even sure what the thing, the settings are, because like, you look at it and it's like. When you're on that mode, it's mostly guys, right? Yeah, like, I, I've never. I don't think I'm ready to choose like women, like men or women. So when I swipe, look at it, it's mostly guys on that meeting friend section. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! And, yeah. Oh, that's that might, cool. Yeah. That might be a thing though, because uh, I know my girlfriend's on like another app called Shaper. Uh-huh. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, <laughs> Shaper's like. It's purely professional. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, damn, you're an open dude. <laughs> Not that open. <laughs> but like, cheaper is like, it doesn't advertise itself as like a, an online dating yeah. platform. So when she goes on it, it's mostly girls. Yeah. Right? And I think they do that when they know you're a girl, they'll mm-hmm. filter it out just so that oh. you have a mix of both. But when you're yeah. a guy, they'll filter it out just so it's guys. Yeah. Right? It there might be an algorithm there. Yeah. Well, sure. well, yeah. Clearly, you guys are. Not out there just to meet friends when when it's a female, right? Yeah, I would imagine. 
had had I been single at the time of smartphones yeah. and Tinder and shit, I'll probably go wild on that thing. <laughs> I don't know what my reception would be like, yeah. but I would be swiping, is it the right? Right, swipe like right, of course. Yeah, swipe right for yeah. everything. Right. So you've been married for a while then? No, 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 yeah, it was before yeah. my time. I'm like, damn, what is this? This is like an easier way to like meeting girls. Yeah, I mean, yeah. sometimes it's the easier way, sometimes it's not the easier way. And I know that you know you're in a relationship. Yeah, uh, damn, you're in a relationship. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're in a relationship. You're now, working so, on it. So, so <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I've been on the, those dating apps, and sometimes it's like you know, it's a good way to meet. You know, the opposite sex or the same sex or whatever you want to do. <laughs> like, I'm not discriminating against anyone, but um, sometimes you get pure weirdos on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, the last girl I connected with on Bumble, ironically, like, <laughs> I just, like, matched with her on that day. We had good conversation or whatever. Then I made this joke, right? You know my, my sense of humor, right? Sometimes yeah. people don't get it. I, I talked about, you know... Um, you know, bump the bumble the app. Have you met other people on there? So yeah, I met other people. I, I joked about I joked about you. I'm like, yeah, I even met I even met a guy on there, yeah. right? And, <laughs> and then she she was like, can I ask if, if you if, are you bisexual? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, she hasn't been on the other side of that. No, there, there's there's more to this story, yeah. right? So she was really like. You know, put off by by that. I'm really, like, oh, I'm just kind of joking. Like, yeah, you know, I I met a guy on there, but there's a there's a friends mode on that app yeah. where you can like connect and meet new people or whatever. Like, you're telling me these girls don't know about friend zone, yeah. friend zone uh, filter on a dating app? Get out of here. Some, some of them actually probably hang out on like that dating section and then friend zone a bunch of the guys that they like hook up with yeah, or yeah. whatever. But that's that's another topic for another day. <laughs> Um, but anyways, talking to her, you know, we were having a conversation or whatever, uh, throughout that day. And then, um, I think we talked about wanting to meet up because, you know, you know, fuck all that texting and like chatting back and forth. You just want to meet, just want to meet up and she just wants to meet so you can avoid any kind of disasters. I'm like, what kind of disasters are you talking about? Like, (laughs) give me an example of like when you, wait, she wanted to meet you. She okay. wanted to meet me. Okay, I'm, okay. Like, oh, I'm, I'm down. I'm like whatever. <laughs> but she's like, I just want to avoid because the last couple times, the last times, it's been a disaster when I met that person. I'm like, please explain. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, apparently, um, she met some uh, guy at uh, wherever coffee shop or whatever. Yeah. And something was a little bit off about him. <laughs> Did she so, meet him at coffee time? Because yeah, that's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if coffee time that exists. But um, it turned out. I don't know how good of a job this was, but it turned out that that guy was a transsexual. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So wait, wait. So it's a girl that yeah. turned into a guy. Yes. Got, okay. But it was hard for her to figure. So it seemed as though she had trouble figuring it out. So yeah, I would a imagine. Really good, like, dude, you spend your entire life like, okay, seeing like men and women, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, you're seeing a tra- transsexual. Yeah. Who has like more feminine features? Yeah. So your brain is automatically like, you know, what's going on, right? I feel like sometimes it's difficult. Like when it's a man that you know transitions into a woman, I'm like, that's a man, yeah, right. That's a man. <laughs> I know right away. But I feel, I feel like the other way around, I might have some trouble because it might be like some man with like feminine features, right? Yeah, have like, you seen those yeah. J-pop and K-pop yeah. stars? Right? 
now I like the entire like I don't know what you call it. Um, it's all metro now, right? It's, yeah, it's more common, which is nothing against them, but yeah. it, it's a common trend now in pop culture. And now it's hard to tell the difference. Yeah. Like, anyways, like you know, we had that conversation, and you know, we agreed to meet up. And then later in the night, she's like, "Do you mind if we? If you mind if we have a video chat?" Do you mind if you uh, show me your dick? <laughs> Just to confirm. I'm leaving. To, I'm leaving to, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> she never. She never asked. But I joke. I joke to my friends. When I told the story yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said she would have been the only girl ever to like request dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, she wanted yeah. a video chat so that she could, you know, basically so we can um, see if we like what we saw first before meeting each other. I told her, hell no. <laughs> yeah, like, dude. What, what's so hard about the coffee? I feel like she got so badly burned yeah, by that transsexual. Yeah. yeah. I said, you know what, girl, like, you gotta, you got you got some things to work on. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm gonna meet up with you. Yeah. yeah. Um, I hope you can find someone that's actually a man. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you ended it, eh? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't, I don't do crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's freaking strange. Like, video chat? I don't even video chat with my wife. I've done it a couple times when it first came on, like, back in MSA yeah. days. I'm yeah. like, why are we doing this? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to be staring into this monitor yeah. and doing my shit. I want to just surf yeah. and respond to you when I want to feel like responding to you. That's <laughs> yeah. the whole point of online, you know, online chat. Yeah. Pretty much. And then back in the day, video chat was all, like, pixelated and, like, yeah. <laughs> Like that shitty webcam quality yeah. where it's, you're in a dark room. <laughs> yeah, and if you see all like the lines, like the horizontal lines everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But, but even now it's hard to tell though, right? Like unless you have a baller ass laptop camera, yeah. right? I don't know. I don't know why she just didn't meet you. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not sure, but uh, I'm glad <laughs> I dodged that bullet. Yeah. How many bullets do I have to dodge in my lifetime because of this online dating? How many? How many have you went through so this far? This guy's Morpheus. Let, let's, uh, this guy's Morpheus. Let's, let's, uh, let's compare our stats here. I don't want to compare stats. <laughs> this is not about me. <laughs> so, no, I got burned a lot too, yeah, but not yeah. as bad as that. Um, but it, it, when you go online, it's a numbers game, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, there's like two different strategies, mm-hmm. right? Like first strategy you go for quality, right? Mm-hmm. You go for quality, you just <laughs> right on the, the, the dimes, right? Yeah. And then you, you start a conversation, a serious conversation, and then you end up meeting a coffee. Mm-hmm. Or you just swipe right like crazy and then yeah. you, you hit everyone with DTF, yeah. right? Those are the only two strategies, right? Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Damn. All right, that sounds fun. Oh but, man! Like, I hope your wife's not listening. No, she does. She's actually <laughs> one of our active one of like eight listeners. Yeah, she gives us such a quality feedback. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But uh, it does sound fun. Sounds uh, sounds like a pain in the ass a lot too. It's it, it, it's, it's fun, fun as long as you don't take it too seriously. Like, you know, it's just pretty much a way to meet people. I mean, you, sometimes you know, you, you you connect with someone, you don't have any anything in common or whatever. Like yeah. that's 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 life, right? Yeah, that's. I always have this theory, you know, like shit. You know how everyone's all, all out there with like, you know, they can't settle down or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like it's because we have the ability to reach out and find so many different types of people. It's hard to like, you know, find someone and be like, you know what. I must stay with this one person, mm. you know, it's versus so- back in the day, dude, 
if I want to be, if you grew up in, say, like a town or whatever, mm-hmm. a village, mm-hmm. dude, you pretty much met everyone in the village. Yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know, like, yeah. you know where you stand in terms of quality and you yeah. know what you're going to get. Pretty much. So, you know, you, you're staying with that one. You're not going, there's no way you're going to freaking you know, ride a train six hours to the next village to no, go meet up girls. You gotta hop your horse and buggy and get there, man. Yeah, there's yeah. no way. But I think this is like, there's way too much, there's too many options out there with it's, this data now. Like, I feel like you have to go and tell tell each other, like, hey, are we are we going exclusive? Like, yeah. if we are, then we gotta delete this app, right? Yeah. Let's, you know, let's, let's that's delete. like another conversation you yeah. gotta have. Let's delete right? it together. Yeah. Like, like, we're launching the nuclear warhead. Right? <laughs> At the same time, we delete it. <laughs> But that, that goes a bit into like millennials, though, right? Yeah. Like, look at technology. Like everyone's so like spoiled now that they can't wait like half a second for a page to load. Like what page? Yeah. Before I gotta wait for the dial-up. Yeah. To load, log in, yeah. and then wait ten minutes yeah. for my pen page to load. I remember. I mean, I don't want to make this too vulgar. <laughs> Back in the day, trying to like look at porn on the internet. Oh and shit! And that shit was like loading like line by line. Yeah. They're like, all right. Let's go. Dude, the beauty. <laughs> yeah, the beauty of the build up, right? Yeah. It's, it's amazing when you find a good quality yeah. shit out yeah. there. And then you're just like, yes. And you know there's no fucking viruses out yeah. there back in the day. Yeah. But nowadays you're like, yo, I can't I can't check out this yeah. side. There's yeah. no way I gotta be careful yeah. what to hit. Like Pornhub, what the fuck? Why is yeah. there a share button? No one needs to see what my yeah. Facebook share is. <laughs> but yeah, that's it's yeah, you're talking about that. I'm in the process of getting a new phone because my yeah. phone sucks. Well, no, no. It's, it's the Google Nexus 6P. I actually really like the phone, but the battery sucks. Oh, you're going to get Google on our bad side now? No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, Google, I love it. Stock Android, everything's amazing about it. It's just like the battery life sucks. Nothing's mm. built to last. Man, I feel so old saying shit like that. Like, nothing's built to last. Back in your day. Back in my day, I would have a Nokia and that thing would run six oh, yeah. years. <laughs> it played Snake like no one imagined. Yeah, sl- the Snake would never <laughs> lag. <laughs> but now I have to go and change this phone after two years. And it's crazy. Like, phones exponentially gotten better, but it's also exponentially gone up in yeah. price. Like, my first smartphone was like uh, was like the Nokia one, the slider one. Yeah. It was considered smart because uh, you can do multiple yeah. things on it. And that one cost me, what, like 200 bucks. Then the next thing is like, 250 on a blackberry 300 this one was six six p was 600 now i'm like looking online everything's like 800 900 bucks like what the hell and it's gotta be like two years and android's pushing all these stupid updates i'm like Mm -hmm. dude i don't need these updates i don't need to like watch a video within a video (laughs) i mean talk about porn yes (laughs) you gotta watch the porn where they're also watching porn inside the porn yeah (laughs) pornception Nothing's built to last now, right? Yeah, like with cars and stuff. Like even like real estate. The quality has gone down the shithole. Oh, really? Tell us more about real estate. <laughs> well, let me like... You know, give, give yourself a... Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what? We, we went on a tangent. Yeah, yeah, we didn't finish yeah, this yeah, intro. Yeah. <laughs> went on a 15-minute tangent. Yeah. Touched porn and all that stuff. <laughs> now we're going back don't to the don't, don't we always go there at some point? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, let me give your audience like a background. Like... Um, so yeah, that's how I met Andrew. But uh, before I met Andrew, well, hold um, on. Like, did you guys like? How'd you guys connect like face to face? Oh, we just went at a coffee shop. Yeah, we met at the yeah. coffee shop around the corner. Oh, yeah, cool. That's your like go-to place, eh? That's my go-to place yeah. to work from. 
now I'm gonna be working out of there like pretty much every day. That's <laughs> another topic for another day, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> another podcast, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my background's uh, an engineer. Uh, so I hung around a bunch of nerds, like when I uh, in high school and in uh, university. Uh, and when I graduated, I worked for the oil com- an oil company. Yeah, uh, I was in fuck fuck nowhere, man. Oh, like oh, I was Alberta? no, I I, I could have been. Yeah, yeah, but I was in uh, Nunavut. That's <laughs> 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 worse. Blending in with all the Inuit people. <laughs> no, I was uh, I, I was in Hamilton, but south of Hamilton, an hour. Okay, so like. It's called a uh, Hamilton and ours downtown Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 that's passing no, no. Catherine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's like uh, south, uh, southeast. Okay, but uh, south of Hamilton and ours, this place is called Nanico. Oh. Mm. oh, you heard of it? Yeah, I used to work out in Burlington, so like a lot of like shit. my my colleagues out in Burlington would live in like uh, shit. Was it something fruit? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. There's like these yeah. stretches of like they they live on some Niagara, uh, Bruce, okay. Niagara like, reserve land or some stuff. So uh, yeah, like okay, okay. yeah, I know. So I've you know of Nanico. Yeah, you're like the one in a hundred people. Yeah, you know, in Toronto that know it, like, yeah. or like you know what I mean. Like it's like no yeah. one knows this place. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's a place where like a lot of the energy companies kind of stationed out. So yeah. like there's a refinery there, a steel mill there. And OPGs there, yeah. so I was working there for like four years, right? I was like uh, a refinery engineer and then project manager, and then the oil crash happened. I'm like, fuck this, I'm doing real estate. Well, I was doing it part time to begin with, got my foundation, but I wanted to just full full out and do entrepreneurship, yeah. right? And um, didn't come from a tech background, yeah. So would have been awesome if I started a tech startup. Yeah, that's where all that's where all the money and like the sex appeal is, right? But <laughs> I don't want that, but as long as, I mean, as long as you don't pull back the cover and figure out who's working there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, but tech would have been cool, but I didn't have that background. So I was like, you know what? Fucking Toronto real estate industry is in the shithole right now. Like every agent is doing the same stuff. They're pushing projects. They're they're just trying to do volume, volume, volume. No one cares what their clients. Yeah. Right. It's like I told you, like when we when we met, real estate agents are like dime a dozen. Yeah, like, you take a look at my. Fridge, look, I'm my, just, yeah, I saw that. You have like five people on your fridge. <laughs> like, I, I need to thank real estate agents for the notepads, the calendars, <laughs> and the magnets. And you know <laughs> what that means? That means they're so they're, these are old school agents. Yeah. yeah, like who does that anymore, right? Yeah, like their strategy is just paper, right? Like their marketing strategy is paper, paper, Pretty paper. Much. But you know what? Right? They're they're smart though, because yeah. the people with money. Or old ass fuck in Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. There was a guy ringing my door last Sunday who handing out flyers, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, clearly I was listening to, like, a podcast or whatever. I had a yeah. like, sound, like, system going. <laughs> and I was just hiding inside here, not, not <laughs> the door. Clearly he knew someone was in here. Yeah. I just didn't get up. Yeah. And after he left, I opened the door, grabbed his flyer, and threw it in the recycling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't appeal, that doesn't appeal to the millennials anymore. Or, like, yeah. people in their, at least, uh, uh, 35 and younger. Yeah. Right? It appeals to the old guys that still depend on that method of getting information. Yeah. But, like, no one's getting younger, right? So that's why we're strategically planning our kind of focus to target the younger people. Mm -hmm. As they get older, our business gets bigger as well, right? But uh, that, so back to the point of when I transitioned. So I saw a gap in the industry. There's, like, no transparency with any of these agents, right? Everyone's doing it part-time. Like... I'm going to be a superstar. 
mm-hmm. if I if I come and flip the industry. But it's harder, like for sure, it's harder than it looks. Yeah. Right? But you got to start somewhere, yeah. right? And that's the challenge I like. Like when you like the grind and like eating shit every single day, nothing phases you, right? Mm, yeah. Yeah. If you if you can eat shit every single day, man. <laughs> <laughs> man I've I've had clients that uh that we don't try to push projects into mm-hmm. immediately, and they've been with us for for a year and they haven't bought anything. I was telling Andrew this when you build that kind of loyalty, every client becomes a partner, yeah. right? Because th- these clients that are so loyal that haven't even done a transaction with us, they've referred us way more business than anyone else. Yeah, no, I agree. Like. Uh... Yeah, buying, like, the real estate agent that I used was complete garbage. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, really, I was just missing my own real estate license or else I could close that damn deal myself. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah pretty seriously, like, we did, like, we looked up the property and we told them, hey, you know what, we want to go check this place out. Yeah. And, you know, fuck, we didn't even need that guy because it was an open house oh, anyway. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I could just fucking went in there For sure. did my yeah. own thing. But went there. He didn't fucking say much to me. He's like, yeah, this is a good area. I'm like, no shit. Like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not picking, like, out some area like Malvern, like, yeah, developing yeah. kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Like, What's wrong with Malvern? Anyways, go ahead. Yeah. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like... <laughs> creating enemies yeah. Uh, but yeah it's just shit like that and it's just at the end of the day I'm like fuck what what did they do they didn't do much and they just walked away with a cool couple thousand dollars yeah, yeah. right I'm like man fuck this place this this whole idea of like needing like an agent kind of stuff yeah. and like you said like a lot of agents nowadays that are starting off they're willing to actually even like give up a percentage of their commission yeah, now yeah. too. Right? That's like a race to the bottom. Then yeah. you don't want to get caught up in that game either. Because right? then you're, you're yeah. just known as a person that's like, you know what, I'm gonna get you as a client because, yeah. you know, I'm willing. You're willing to give up some some of the money, right? Yeah. yeah. My my coworker, uh, Canadian Tire, uh, he actually recommended that I ask the real estate agent to give me a piece of their commission. But I was like totally new in the market, man. Yeah. Like, and yeah. I also knew the guy who's like yeah, a, yeah, a, a yeah. friend from the past. So I'm like. I can't. I can't ask this guy to give up oh. his commission as much as I want. Like buying this place, this place wasn't too too expensive. Yeah. Like mm. right, so it wasn't that big of a deal. But yeah, but you know what? A couple, of, you know, like that one percent yeah. could have bought you your couch. Yeah, could have bought like a mattress. I know, yeah, like, I know. You're, you're furnished in this place pretty yeah. well. Yeah, but the thank you. That's where the the value is supposed to come in, right? The yeah, agent's yeah. supposed to show their value some sort of mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. But when they're just transactional based and mm-hmm. they become the gatekeeper or the person that just pushes the papers, yeah, that's like a bad business model, yeah. right? Because, like you say, you want to kind of get your license to do a transaction, but the amount of time it takes to get your license mm-hmm. and the amount of money that it takes for you to get licensed, I don't think it's worth one transaction. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So it. But the, the agent itself is... Wait, 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 make sure I don't join it on this money. <laughs> you talk no, me no, out, man. No, no, you can do it. Like, I'm saying, like, it's easy nah, to get your transaction to. But it's just, like, your opportunity cost. You know, right? that sounds like a challenge. You know yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Like, the eating shit part totally threw me off, so I'm not down for that. But, yes. <laughs> but, uh, no, I have some friends that do it, and they yeah. do one transaction. And then they don't uh, keep their license for... Like, because you have to yeah, renew it every yeah. year, right? Mm-hmm. So they're making transactions every maybe five years, mm-hmm. 10 years, and it doesn't make sense. Unless they're maybe helping family and friends. Yeah. But even then, um, when it comes to family and friends, like when um, 
a couple of my friends, they don't go to their family and friends yeah. because they're doing it part-time, yeah. right? They'd rather come to me because guess what? It's like the biggest transaction that they're really going to make yeah. and they'd rather go through someone that actually knows what they're doing, right? Yeah. So it's, I've thought of that too and a lot of part-time agents have, do that for that mm-hmm. but it never ends up working out long-term. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, it's quality, right? Like you get yeah. what you pay for yeah. at the end of the but day. But like the thing is, for your guy, he didn't even give you that. Yo, it's right? like a family friend kind of business. Oh, okay. So he keeps trying to reach out to me and, you know, be friendly yeah. with me. I'm like, dude, I don't care. I'm never, <laughs> uh, I'm never going to use you again because... Yeah. That's where he has to come in. Like when I say it's transaction based, it's pushing papers. That's the yeah. base job. That's, where you, that's why agents should be more focused on like strategy, mm-hmm. right? Like, if you don't provide strategy, you're not really providing much, right? You know what I give it to him for? I went in under asking. Yeah. And he never... I've been with... I've heard stories of other agents that's like, you know, they'll push their client because they want to make money oh, yeah, themselves, yeah. right? Push it higher, right? Yeah, push yeah, it yeah. higher. You know, you know, it's worth it. You know, you, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. the market's kind of pushing. I'll give it to him that he knew that I was going to stick to that price. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. worked around other stuff, right? But he... He said, like, you know, like, home inspection or whatever, we got to keep that in. You know, we can give away, and so you guys know you got your financing down, right? Mm-hmm. So you're good with that, we can waive that clause. So that's one mm-hmm. way to kind of entice them to kind of, you know, deal with you versus, like, with the other people. Yeah. So I'll give them that, like, in terms of not being pushy, like, hey, good, yeah. why don't you, you know, I think if you give them an extra 5K, they'll do it kind yeah. of stuff. They're like, you know what? If this is your price, then we'll stick to this gun and we'll try and make it work. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I'll give it to him that he did that. And because I've heard other stories, like my brother was buying a place and he was using, <laughs> funny enough, this, my real estate agent's father. And that guy's <laughs> <sucks. laughs> <laughs> Again, family, friend kind of shit, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, it's like the son was in the business yeah. before the father right but yeah. so the father doesn't know shit so he's been in this for yeah. like the last two years oh, yeah, yeah not that it's not that good but you know just kept on showing like my brother all these places that were like overpriced like out of yeah. his budget right yeah and just tell him like, this is where you have to go this is how much you have to pay and i told yeah. him like straight up like just leave him you know you don't need this house right yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. this house isn't worth it like you shouldn't break your bank just to get it like either yeah. way you're breaking your bank but like you want to put yourself in a decent position yeah. And, you know, you don't want to be paying, like, two, over $2,000 of, like, mortgage payment kind exactly. of stuff. It's, you're not going to enjoy your life. That, that so. sounds like such a weird situation, like, going to the father of that other real estate agent. Like, <laughs> does that guy even know how to turn on a computer? Like, yeah. <laughs> He was there with me, too. Like, fuck, I don't know. Like, he was, like, a hype man for it. For no, he was just like, this place is nice. It's a nice, look at these floors. I'm like, it's like, come on, man. Like, I hate that. I hate that. Yeah. It's like, every time I do a showing and I, um, the first thing I do is I don't say anything. Mm-hmm. I let, I let whoever's with me or my clients look at the place because mm-hmm. they'll like it. If they like it, they'll like it. Yeah. Why do I have to sell the fact that there's like four bedrooms? Yeah. They can tell that there's four bedrooms. Yeah. They're like, it's spacious, it's spacious. They can feel it. I like to look at the shit that's like in the basement, like the mold, yeah, 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 and all yeah. that, the shit that could be wrong, right? Yeah. Like that's when you're protecting your client, right? Yeah. Is that where the strategy comes in? Like tell us more about what we mean by strategy. So strategy is like long-term goals, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's why my clientele is usually focused around people that are, have time to build a huge real estate portfolio. So people like, like you guys are people younger, right? Mm-hmm. People have time. People that are in their 60s, they're downsizing, they're not going to, they don't care Are you anymore, saying right? they're going to die soon? <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just saying. laughs> 
Oh, potentially. <laughs> but uh, people have y- that are younger, so yeah. first-time home buyers, and also investors. We deal with a lot of doctors and lawyers that mm-hmm. have more than one property. So when you have more than one property, you have to understand how to shift things around in order to kind of leverage the equity that you've already built into your house or your properties and how to expand the portfolio, right? Because most people want to own more than one real estate, right? Mm-hmm. And that includes like investment properties, retirement properties, whatever, right? I'm looking at you over here like, you feel the same? Um, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think at this point where I'm done with this place, like, yeah. fix it up and then start renting it out, right? Like, I guess, yeah, then you yeah. take on another... You know, this, this area is not bad. Yeah. This area is quite quite good actually. Like it's appreciated so much since I actually moved in less than three years ago. Mm-hmm. Sure. I just look. I don't really look at the listings, but I look at that that impact statement. Yeah. That we get in the mail. I'm like shit. Like, that that's conservative too, though. It's conservative. Yeah, I know, yeah. but like, like I <laughs> I paid what like three thirty for this place. Yeah. And like the impact statement is like four hundred k. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah five. Exactly. Yeah. That's conservative, man. Like, yeah, I know. Serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and uh, I forgot my thought now. Oh, yeah, strategy, right? So You're crunching the numbers <laughs> in your head. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the, the strategy is to get people to multiple properties or just to re- achieve the long-term goal, especially like in this market. The market has gone so crazy that a lot of, a lot of people have been priced out, especially mm-hmm. people that are younger. Mm-hmm. So they can't just jump into the uh, townhouse anymore to start yeah. a family. Mm-hmm. They have to strategically place themselves into. I was telling Andrew this, like especially for. I, I'm sure most of your listeners are maybe like first-time home buyers around yeah. that area, right? Yeah. Um, they have to be more smart, right? Mm-hmm. They they can't jump into like a detached like our parents did, mm-hmm. um, and with all the lending restrictions that has come in, they have to really know how to build their equity quick, or at the front end, mm-hmm. and take some risk. So I have a lot of like young people that want to just buy downtown core. Yeah. And they want their plan is to own a, a townhouse in seven years. Mm. But that's probably not the most realistic because downtown core is already kind of bubbled up to like thousand plus yeah, dollars per square feet. Yeah, right? and you're looking at what six hundred thousand. Yeah, for, for like a a one bedroom, right? Yeah. So at that price, like your, the appreciation potential is not there, mm-hmm. right? So you have to look in areas that are gentrifying, right? Yeah. Areas where there's growth, and take a bit of more bit of risk at the when you're young, so that you can build a bigger portfolio later on. Yeah. Right. And when you when you kind of get to that stage, five seven years down the road, you have you have dual income because you're married. You have equity built into your condo. You can jump into a, a townhouse relatively easier. So mm-hmm. how, many, how much time do I have to get married then? <laughs> Another four, four, four years? Man, with the appreciation of this place, you're good, man. You know what? You should start just taking pictures of your of your house yeah. instead of like so, yourself on Tinder. You're so like, I'm uh, going to be in the foreground all blurred yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. In the kitchen. Yeah. This is like Toronto becoming like China where like if you own a house, you're like steps ahead of everyone. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's crazy. It's yeah, I get what you're saying in terms of like the properties. It's it sucks for me. You know, for us, we own places, so it's amazing to see it being you know appreciated, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, if you have family members that are looking to get in, you know, to buy a house and stuff, like if you have younger siblings or cousins and stuff, you're like, shit, it, it is tough as heck. Yeah, how are they gonna do it, right? Like, you know, they they might be making good coin, but at the end of the day, like. The money that was considered good a couple of years ago exactly. is not good anymore. Yeah. So, exactly. 
like the last couple of years, especially during the 2016 time frame, like every person was, every young person was buying with help from their parents. Yeah. Like the deposits, mm-hmm. all parents. <clears throat> yeah. Right. And they got the mortgage. That yeah. was it. Yeah. That's because they were getting priced out quick. Yeah. Even now it's, uh, it, it's slowed down quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they, and it's still hard, right? Because of the lending restrictions. Yeah. Like I was yeah. thinking about it too, when I was first buying a place, like, with my wife, I was like, oh, maybe we can just take a look. We don't know how we have to do it. We have to save. And, you know, like the real estate agent, kind of almost like a strategy, Harry, let's like, you know, you got to look at it. Like if you save your money, is it going to appreciate at the same mm-hmm. rate as like what the market places, the pro, you know, appreciate in that. And, you know, your saving is not going to match up. It's almost yeah. like inflation, right? Yeah. You can throw your money in the savings account, but if inflation is higher than that. You're actually, your money's losing value. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, shit, okay, you're right. But, you know, luckily <clears throat> at the time when I bought it, it was still, I thought it was like peaking, but it still took off. Yeah. So yeah. kind of lucked out there. Like, I, I don't like that market, to be honest. Like the, the market that we were seeing when it was skyrocketing because mm-hmm. it didn't make any fundamental sense. Yeah. Right. When you're, I was going to do this again, but uh, it's going to be a common theme. But uh, when People you see, not like, making sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But like 20% year over year growth is not a stable investment. Yeah. That's like the stock market. Mm-hmm. And people, it was super emotional, right? Everyone yeah. was just maxing out on their, their leverage mm-hmm. with the banks and just maxing out on whatever they could price, I mean, buy mm-hmm. because of the bidding wars. Yeah. yeah. But this market, it's, it's slowed down a bit because yeah. now there's a, now there's like less, not, not less, but uh, now there's doubt, right? Because yeah. of all the regulations. Mm-hmm. So it slowed down quite a bit and it makes more fundamental sense, right? So are people now more willing to buy within their means? Like people weren't buying within their means during that like crazy ramp up, right? Yeah. So now it's more, well, everyone is still having a hard time getting their funds together. So yeah. they're still try- leveraging themselves mm-hmm. to, the max, to the max of their ability. But the government has made it so that if the increase, like rates go up, mm-hmm they're able to sustain it, right? Right. Um, so in a sense, they are still maxing out, mm-hmm. but the government ha- has forced on a safety net for everyone, mm-hmm. yeah. right? So that's the situation that's happening. But buyers and sellers don't see eye to eye right now. Because so, buyers, because of all this that's been happening, they want a deal. Whereas the sellers, they're not willing yeah. to give you a deal. I hear you. Because yeah. the economy is still strong, yeah, right? Yeah. No one's defaulting, right? Mm-hmm. So their 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 gauges, I still and they paid a premium for their units, right? Mm-hmm. So they they're just holding firm on their price, and the buyers are holding firm on getting a deal. So there's this gap. That's why when you see forty percent drop in transactions, that's because of the mm-hmm. gap, right? Yeah, like there's a lot of stuff happening with like the buyers, almost like a buyer's remorse. Or like for new developments, anyways. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah. there's a lot of time where you know because they want to get into the market maybe a year and a half ago. Yeah. They paid a certain price, and now that the market's gone down, they've actually lost money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're complaining about it, and I'm like, you know what? This is this is how it works, right? We're, yeah, we're not living in the communist yeah. Yeah. like economy, right? This is how it works, like a free market. You think you wanted to yeah. take advantage of it. Yeah. It's a gamble. Nothing's like... It is a gamble. Nothing exactly. goes up forever. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Like, it's not a guarantee you're going to make money or it's a good deal for you. Like, mm-hmm. you know what? You got this place. You know, maybe your finance is fucked up. This yeah. is where the strategy comes in too again, right? Yeah. Like, 
people were overextending to the point where if something happened, mm-hmm. they were fucked, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So when you have a strategy meeting with your clients or whoever, like you actually sit down and talk to them about the mm-hmm. risk, they're more inclined to like low, give some, themselves some buffer room. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, for sure. Like, I mean, that's that's the main thing. Like, I, I get it. Like, real estate agents need to make a living too. That's why they're they're yeah. kind of pushing it. Like, sometimes they can go months without you know making a deal, and you know yeah. they need no one's paying them like a minimum you know wage yeah. salary or like a hourly rate for mm-hmm. whatever work they put in, right? So yeah, I get that sense too, but. I, at the same time, you don't want to be known as a guy that screwed exactly, this person right? over, yeah. right? So, yeah. I mean, Toronto's housing market is crazy. I've had family members that moved all the way pretty far north, mm-hmm. like Sutton. And they're living a good life because they bought a place. Like Richmond Hill? Yeah, they bought a place yeah. on Richmond Hill. Then they mm-hmm. flipped that place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now they moved up, you know, another half an hour, 45 minutes up there uh, north. But you know what? They don't have a mortgage, and mm. it's, it's so you know you, they have family. They can go on vacation because they have more. Like they can pick their working hours. You know they don't have to eat shit every single day. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like, that's like the last week and a half. That's been what I've been like pondering a lot too. Because like I'm going into the cycle of like renewing my mortgage, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, what the hell? I've been paying the mortgage for <laughs> yeah. four years. Mm-hmm. And this is how much I paid down on yeah. the principal. Like I know as, yeah, a, yeah. As, a, as a person that works with numbers, I know how it works. But it's still like a shock when you see it in person, like the numbers. Because yeah. sometimes it's just nice to, it's, it's called laziness from on my end, right? Like I just want to pay whatever they tell me to pay. As long as I pay it, I'm okay, right? Mm-hmm. And then, then you realize, shit, you signed on yeah. for a 30-year amortization period. And yeah. you're like, holy crap, most of my payments going towards... More than half of it's going yeah. to in- interest. I'm like, shit, you know what? What can I do to flip the script and like cut mm-hmm. down my mortgage, right? Like there's spendings that I can do, you know, that I'm spending on right now. You know, I buy random shit <laughs> a lot. Like <laughs> yeah. now I'm looking back, I'm like, fuck, I probably shouldn't have bought that stuff. Yeah. So I'm tightening up my budget and trying to like, you know, put down, at least meet those like one annual payments that you can make or, you know, top it up a little to try and like, cut down my mortgage time and hopefully get you know under like 20 years of like having to pay yeah. a mortgage i've also recently increased my mortgage payments like i pay like a bi-weekly so yeah, yeah, yeah. i contacted my mortgage broker i'm like okay let's let's ramp up this 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 mortgage payment just yeah. so i can mm. get a little bit more off that principal and just stop like yeah. basically paying the majority down on the interest yeah sometimes they say like so like right now i'm paying around like 1700 a month right so mm. If say you round it up mm-hmm. to like a nice round figure of two thousand, mm-hmm. you're paying additionally additional three hundred that mm-hmm. hits the principal, and it's not really gonna break your back, right? Mm-hmm. Like for me, anyways, because we have like double income. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the year, you're looking at like three k off the principal yeah. as well, and then that kind of ramps it up, and you have other savings on top. And they're saying like, oh, if you have you make if you have a bonus, those are extra earnings that you made mm-hmm. right you, that you don't really need to use on a yeah. month on on your daily life mm-hmm. you can just throw that into your mortgage payment yeah. and that will help so I'm it's like, like an open kind of mortgage yeah, yeah, yeah. like most of them have like a 10 percent like annual there are rules. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. so it's just nice to know to think to be able to do it especially like not everyone can do it right like it depends on yeah, your, sure. your situation like mm-hmm. in my situation i can 
I have a, lot, a little bit of breathing room in terms of my finances. Yeah. You know, that allows me to push it that way. But that's really what my main goal is. Like, like you're just saying, it's good for people our age to kind of, you know, invest in property. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes I feel like I just want to finish this property yeah. and then <laughs> see where it goes from there. Like, if I want to do, like, investment properties. Because yeah. I know people that buy condos after condos. Yeah just so they can have an investment because they get a tenant in there and it covers a, a good chunk of it, right? Yeah. And after like 25 years, that's this is probably a better investment plan than say like an RRSP you put in mutual yeah. funds or something like that, right? Because mm-hmm. after 25 years, you still are 30 years, you still have that condo. Exactly. Plus you can rent it mm-hmm. out and you're getting like of, you know, uh, what's that term that they call like uh, income? Passive income? Passive income, yeah. that's what it is. So... <laughs> You looked at me first. You should have looked directly <laughs> yeah, at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, that's a good idea, but I'm not in a position to do it because it's just, just like, I feel like for our age, I don't know, I, it's more most likely when you think about when you look back on your own, your own self because everyone's so egotistic, you think <laughs> you you have you have it worse than other people. Yeah. I always look at it like shit, like our the year that we're born in and all that mm-hmm. stuff kind of resulted in a lot of shit that never went our way like say like high school we we got all these strikes so like yeah yeah where where the hell is our freaking you know athletic endeavors right it's pretty much gone because like they didn't run any programs due to strikes right yeah Yeah. it's like shit that's out the window and by the time that they cleared that shit up we're like fucking seniors are like grade 12 yeah we, we can't we, <laughs> yeah we, we don't have the fundamentals kind of stuff like down no, pat we had no time to even do extracurriculars because we were worried about that double cohort after graduating yeah right? yeah you deal with that oh, yeah. and then like we graduate graduated back in 08 and yeah. there's like that fucking recession that yeah, hit. Yeah, 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 if yeah. you were working two years prior to yeah. that and yeah. you saved some money yeah. there are money there was money to be made yeah for you but for us, we had no money because we can't free. It was hard getting a job in, yeah, that, yeah. in that time. So it's just like, I just feel like, again, like it's really, maybe it's just because we're looking at, I'm looking at my, oh, my yeah, position. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> this sucks so much dick. Cause like, <laughs> I just missed it just by like a year or two years. Yeah. Right. I think, yeah, th- that, that scenario when we graduated was really tough. I think, um, I had the benefit of actually being a co-op program. Yeah. I just kind of milked that for all it was worth. So yeah. I was making that supplementary income while I was in university. And I was also working part-time at the time. Yeah. I, saved, I saved like a motherfucker yeah. for like my entire career. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've been working for the last like what? Maybe Dude, know, 14 years. years yeah. Like crazy. Yeah. Like part-time. If you're going part-time way back. Yeah. Part-time plus like. Shit since like 16. Plus like um, all my co-op jobs. I transitioned those co-op jobs into like a full-time job. Yeah. Right. And I stayed at that company for seven years. Yeah. Right. So and I saved like every penny. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Like that, that, that's what I had to do. I never knew how hard the job, job market was. Because mm-hmm. I just had that job, like, the just co-op, yeah, yeah. Over, right? Just like, the school in. helped you... School kind of helped... Kind of get got you engaged into, like, companies. Well, stuff, I mean, right? the school posted a job board. It's like, go, go apply to these. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much yeah, what, what it yeah. was, right? You know one of them? Uh, I went to Ryerson. Oh, because they, they had a co-op yeah. program, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Co-op is, like, a big thing. It's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. huge. It gives you, like, such a leg up on the rest of, you know, your 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 peers that didn't have it. and Yeah. You know, you can be the smartest guy, but if you were stuck just doing, you know, 
schoolwork versus mm-hmm. like actually going out there yeah. and working. Even though most co-op positions, you know, is a complete joke. You're just yeah. Yeah. doing the most, you know, like mundane thing. You're you might as well just be a admin assistant almost. Pretty much. So, yeah. <laughs> Back in those days, getting paid was all where it was at, right? Yeah. You had yeah. Like student loans. You yeah. Had all shit. Like you had to get that money. Yeah. So, yeah. The experience was like almost secondary, but. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, we were so short-sighted. Yeah. Like I remember my uh, my Ryerson buddies. Some of them didn't want to go into the co-op program. Like why? Why? Yeah, why, why not? Yeah, why yeah. wouldn't you want to go in? Like oh, you know, because we had to work during the summers. That's why. Oh. They're like I want to go on vacation, <laughs> man. Like you know, you're going on vacation with what <laughs> <one> money, man? Three months. And like also they. They didn't want to, like, because I graduated in 09. Yeah. Because it was extended my program an extra year. Yeah. But, like, they want to graduate faster, right? Right. They want to get into they that, that recession market. Point lineup. I mean, back in 2004, we didn't know what the market would look like yeah, four yeah. years later, yeah, right? Yeah. So those guys didn't enter the co-op program in that first year. They got fucked, mm-hmm. like, afterwards. There's some people who had such a tough time finding work while yeah. I was, like, just chilling in my job. Yeah. No, I agree. It's... It's it's luck, right? Yeah. Not luck. It's just sometimes you, you you gotta work towards it. So. Man, yeah. it's not a bad thing to have gone through a recession, man. Like I, I've thought about this like mentally. If because I know I see my cousins, yeah. they're like younger. Uh, they're going through like university now. They've never hit seen a recession in their life. Yeah, don't worry, Trump's right? working on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, they're gonna, it's gonna hit them later on, and yeah. it's gonna like destroy them. Yeah. Right. The fact that you guys hit it like early on. Yeah. Or like us, right? We hit it early on. It just gives us some perspective on like what to expect and how to protect mm-hmm. ourselves, right? <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I don't want that perspective, man. I want that money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that goes back to your risk profile, right? Yeah, Because your, yeah, your experience yeah. got you in a different risk profile to be more conservative. Yeah, I know. Right? It's, yeah. it's definitely changed the way you think for, for me anyways. Yeah. And I was actually having a discussion with a, another friend one time. We were just talking about how, you know, I don't know what I want to do if I want to keep doing what I'm doing for the rest of my working career. Not the rest of my life. I don't plan on working forever but <laughs> until I die but yeah. um, but in terms of like what I'm doing right now accounting is not what I want to do say five ten years down the line and you know like if I told that to my mom like she doesn't fully understand it right because her mind is you know I, I never kind of understood where she was coming from and then my friend was telling me uh, slightly older dude uh, has his own like entrepreneur kind of doing his own thing and he was just like you know what like you gotta come in a mindset of their generation you know like my 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 families are were immigrants right they came from asia and you know what i get it like they were going through the 60s 70s and you know there's recession there it's hard for them to get a job what they cared about most was um consistency or consistent yeah, income stable stable yeah stable income so like they they don't care what happiness is, right? Their happiness is completely different from what our happiness. Their is. happiness is getting money. Yeah, yeah happiness yeah. is getting money. My dad told me straight up. Yeah, <laughs> my, my, it's kind of ingrained into me as well because it's just like, <laughs> yo, fuck, I love saving money too. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you tell me I have to go, for example, like buying a new phone. I have to go out and buy a new phone. Hell no, I'm not buying no manual, you know, retail price yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. go on Kijiji. Yeah, I'm gonna go on Crossfit. 
like negotiate with these guys <laughs> down to like I know they're losing money, but you know what? They lost my game, so it's it's shit like that, right? And I'm like, you know what? I kind of appreciate where they're they're coming from now, but um, yeah, for us, it's I don't know. I feel like with this recession talk that you're talking about, how it kind of changes your way, and you know how when's the good time and when's the bad time. Still think it's we still have it pretty good. Yeah, I'd agree. Like. I don't know if things are ever going to get as bad as they were in like 08, 09. I wish I could knock on wood. I won't <laughs> right now. Yeah, you're hoping that that's the worst that we got? Yeah. Yeah. But with all that tariff talk, I don't know. The market's fluctuating on a daily basis depending on what the president puts on, on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's... What is it? Their weed, the weed stocks drop in because he's talking some smack about it too, and then. But then again, that one's probably you know that another. market is highly volatile, anyways. Yeah. But like yeah. the market overall, yeah. like you'll see, you know, the market having a good day or whatever, and then the market will close because everyone's kind of you know jumping on that hype train, that bandwagon, and then like three hours after close, Trump will be like, you know what? Five hundred billion dollars tariffs on China, and people, people's money is like locked in there. Yeah. And then you see the open the next morning; it'll yeah, like yeah. crater, right? Yeah, Dude, yeah, I think yeah, he's like, so delusional. I think also crazy, that yeah. you know, there's some there's some something fishy going on with with that because you'll yeah. probably tell his buddies, hey, because remember yeah, what yeah, he did yeah, with yeah. Amazon, yeah. where he mm. like started trashing Amazon because yeah. he's in a fight with Jeff Bezos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff yeah. Bezos owns the Washington Post. Yeah, yeah, right. So. He probably tells his buddies, hey, you know, in three hours, I'm going to talk shit about, like, Amazon. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, make sure to sell your stocks now. You can, you can buy it back in, like, two days or whatever. Yeah, yeah. probably. Like, yeah. yeah, fuck. That, I don't know, like, the whole, China's got, like, a legit better economy than than U.S. Like, U.S. are friggin', they're living in the past still because yeah. it's just, like, you know what? You shipped out all your all the jobs that no one wanted anyways. You're not getting manufacturing jobs back. So just accept that part. Yeah. Like, focus on stuff that, you know, you're not going from, like, blue collar. You're not going to, like, white, white yeah. collar jobs. So that's where you should be focused on, right? Yeah. And, you know, I guess, like, the mid Midwest, they're not used to that. They're just thinking they're, they're still going to yeah. be producing whatever the hell they're producing. Bring coal mining. Coal mining. Coal mining's coming back, guys. <laughs> like, dude, look out your window. There's probably a giant fucking windmill out there yeah. spinning yeah. right now. Anyways, they're like solar farming, man. Yeah. Just yeah. do something like that. Crazy. But like, I, I respect China's game right now, man. Like, they have something going on right now that is, is really good. Like, how, how it's really hard to manage and kind of be a government for what four billion people? Yeah. Like, and the fact that they're able to do it efficiently and to the scale of growth that they're experiencing now. Yeah. And the fact they don't have like it's neo-communist, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It's not a, a democracy, but you can't have a democracy in that big of a scale. Yeah. So, this the structure works for them, dude. Right? I think like the main thing is people shit on like um, China for not being fully democratic yeah. i'm but like dude look at, yeah. look at look at your fully your friggin lead leading democratic country in the world yeah. you have fucking like you know the u.s yeah. you you guys fucking freely elected 
Donald Trump. Yeah. And now you guys fucking hating on him and, you know, fucking crying for all this shit. Yeah. So, dude, what do you guys want? There's no perfect system. And look at the inefficiencies, right? Like, Obama did eight years of his work. Yeah. And Trump comes in and just wipes it all the way. Yeah. Whereas she, right now, is like, just stacking on it, right? Yeah. Efficiency, efficiency. And he's just gonna, like, the growth is going to be exponential. Yeah. He's gonna, we're going to, I think... I say where, but I'm Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> like, but you know what? We can yeah, exactly. just, just blend in yeah. there. Like. <laughs> oh, so now we love the Chinese. <laughs> shout, shout out to our listeners. We, we love the mainland. Yeah. <laughs> I used to respect their game. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Their system works. Yeah. I, I can see them blowing by the states easy. But India, right? The, the fact that India, it's the same amount of people, mm-hmm. but their system's not fine-tuned. Right, because they're a democracy as well. Like just like the the people who colonized them, right? The yeah. British. Yeah. So they're they're born after that that model, right? And this, they have a similar number of people. Yeah. Do they have more people? They have, I think I they think have. I think less. less. Just a little yeah, less. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little less. When we say a little less, we're talking like a billion. But they're born after the same democratic model as their their colonizers, the, the yeah. British. And you look at the the issues that they've had with democracy over there. Right, dude. Yeah. Like I never. And it's really... corrupt too, right? Over yeah, there. it's crazy corrupt. Yeah. It's well, one thing is, if you notice a trend, like this is something I read up on, maybe a year ago about like how India and Pakistan worked and all that like, mm. Bangladesh and all that stuff used to be all owned, colonized by like Britain, right? Mm-hmm. Just Britain one day just fucking up and left, mm-hmm. yeah. and there that caused like that fucking huge ass like civil war and all yeah. that, all that fighting, all that shit that's mm-hmm. still happening. You have like people from different religion getting killed because mm-hmm. they're living in one region, trying yeah. to travel all the way to yeah. the, to the other like the yeah. new country, the new border that they're accepted in. It's crazy. So like they they pretty much got they're fighting inside, which is almost like China back yeah. in the day, like yeah. when when like the Republic of China or whatever with the whole. I don't get it. I, I don't have the right terms, but you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, in yeah, terms yeah. of the nationalists versus the new the communists, mm-hmm. they were fighting internally yeah, there too. Yeah. So, like the Taiwan and like China yeah, like Taiwan there. is technically more Chinese than like you know yeah Chinese more China because they fled China right yeah so exactly. they went over yeah but um yeah it's crazy so you can't hate on you know China they're they're just smart you know what China owns like literally owns the states because they yeah. own all their freaking <laughs> tea tea yeah. bills, right so like I don't know what well, it's a good time to be Chinese. I feel like they're doing a lot of. So they're, you're they're, saying I should transition to be Chinese then? Uh, I feel like you're, I, I know for a fact you're trying to transition your next generation yeah. to at least half Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still working on it. I gotta go where the advantages are. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I, I wish I stuck to Chinese school, man. I, I thought you were about to say it. I wish I stuck to Chinese girls. <laughs> that would have been funny. <laughs> no, I wish I stuck with uh, Chinese school when I was younger. Now I'm like kicking myself, man. Yeah, I hear yeah. you. Like uh, I stopped taking it after grade one. Like, yeah, it, man. But uh, what were we, what were we talking about? Yeah, Chi- China. In terms of like, they know what's happening. The way that their economy is working, they take in a lot of garbage and shit. Yeah. And you know, they recycle the parts and reuse it, right? Yeah. They're putting on a lot of restriction on recycled stuff. They're not taking in, like, mm-hmm. you know, first world or whatever, the rich people, the Western world's garbage anymore. Yeah. Yeah, They're yeah, saying, yeah. like, yo, we don't want your shit. They yeah. put a stop to that. Like, yeah. we used to rely on them to take everything and anything and everything from us. Now yeah. we're like, we're fucked right now. <laughs> what are we going to do with all this garbage? Yeah. Right? 
like we try to find small impoverished towns within our own like place to like ship that garbage to yeah if you ever watch these like how garbage is being treated it's some of the saddest shit (laughs) like like in all seriousness it's pretty depressing the way that things are proceeded or like progressing to a point where I know you posted some stuff with like the whole plastic ocean going down yeah, right that, now. That Great Pacific garbage patch that's like larger than the size of France or something. That's floating, floating in the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. yeah, it's just like the plastic. The everything about plastic is so insidious into yeah. in terms of like how it got into our culture. Like we're born into plastic. Yeah, like <laughs> everything you see in your house is so hard to get away from it. Yeah, but it wasn't like that. What like fifty, sixty years ago? Yeah, again, it's. You know, man, I, I sometimes want to save it for a high cast that we never do. Yeah. But, like, I work in the business world and I fucking think corporations are the most evil thing yeah. ever. Like, they want, exp- they want, like, infinite growth, right? Every yeah, single yeah. year they want infinite growth. But th- you can't have infinite growth. And they're creating stuff like, say, for one example, like cars. There's no way cars are breaking down this fast. Mm-hmm. Like, but these big car, like Volkswagen, yeah, I love Volkswagen, by the way, uh, <laughs> like Chevy, Ford, yeah. Honda and stuff yeah. like that. They build cars that are meant to break apart yeah, and fall that. apart. Yeah. So then, you know, you buy it, which is kind of stupid, right? Like in terms of we have finite resources, but yet we want to build shit that, you know, doesn't last forever. It's all driven to like support those secondary industries, right? Like, yeah. They want to support that, like uh, the steel industry and the glass mm-hmm. industry and all yeah. that. As well as like that service industry as well. Like your car's breaking down. The dealers. Guess yeah. what? You gotta fix it, right? Yeah. And I know I shouldn't be talking shit about this because that's what my that's what my agency does, right? <laughs> we, work, we work for those marketers. Yeah. That's what puts food puts food on my table. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that, you know, these, these corporations, you know, aren't generally heartless corporations out just to make money at the expense of everything else and then not take on any of the liability for some of the, the issues that they cause right yeah both environmentally and socially dude the white man created this crazy ass concept tell a feed in the world like <laughs> your corporations are are people but they don't have the same type of responsibility as a person. Yeah. What? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like financial responsibility. Like we yeah. can cause all this shit and go bankrupt and yeah. not have to owe any of our employees anything. Yeah. But like if I went bankrupt, man, I'd be fucked. Like, yeah, you're <laughs> fucking fuck for life. Like, <laughs> yeah, you bend over, get on Bumble yeah. and start collecting that fee, yo. But yeah, it's just it's 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 stuff like that kind of growing and reading and doing more mm-hmm. looking into stuff like this makes you kind of like wonder what what can you do like i can i guess it kind of lead into like you know your your real estate market stuff like that right yeah a lot of garbage garbage unit out there garbage yeah. houses being built that doesn't last forever as well yeah. like there's like lawsuits on like buildings with falling glass yeah and i'm yeah. like people think that they can buy, buy any condo and it's quality but now you have to pay attention to the builders and everything else right? mm-hmm. there's so much shit yeah. you have to pay attention to like even with this place I, I i like the layout of this place i love the area and everything and i knew going into this place that they had this uh, kitech plumbing mm-hmm. throughout the entire unit mm-hmm. that i'm eventually gonna have to remove from this place and then join the class action to see if i can get yeah. a couple pennies back for it. <laughs> yeah but i knew that going Penny in. to the dollar man yeah, I knew that going in, but you know, a lot of people just don't don't know. Right? Yeah, they just buy into it. 
like the Concord uh, City Place or whatever. The yeah. Shitty Place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, it's cheap. It's affordable, yeah. but it's you, you yeah. get what you pay for at the end of the day, right? You can tell some of those places are shoddily built. Like, you just look at it yeah. and like, who the fuck built this? And I'm like, what, what were they using? Dude, even these new developments, sometimes I'm like looking, they're just fucking, you know, popping up everywhere. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. dude, what the fuck? How, how is it possible? How are people affording these stuff? Yeah. And I know one of our listeners, you know, always says like, you know, was it NIMBY or what? Not in yeah. my backyard? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it is literally my backyard. Yeah. But like, <laughs> dude, how are we affording this? And like, why are we, we're having issues with like farming and not enough good get food and yet we're selling these nice farmland like the green belt to to build you know more friggin townhouses they're stopping though like yeah like there's There's a lot of like protests going on i've been reading too yeah like they're trying to intensify uh toronto and gta in general i've been noticing like a lot of condos coming up in like northern like richmond hill yeah like it's starting to like propagate oh that's yeah just for affordability because like the bigger it is the less affordable it is yeah also Um, yeah, that's pretty much it, right? Because now people can't afford that much, so it's more, more and more compact units. Yeah. And that, like, this is like a stacked townhome, yeah. right? But this used to not be that common, even though this is, I guess, this is the older one too. Around two thousand. But now it's coming back. Yeah, yeah. Like because now you can fit instead of like five in a row, you fit ten in a row. Yeah, right. This is probably like this area here seems to be, yeah. I guess like stacked townhome was probably one of the more new concept that was brought in right yeah. around here and mm-hmm. like incorporated here i know in my area there's starting to have some stack townhomes or it's not even freehold townhomes like you have it's three condos. levels yeah it's pretty much a condo you have underground mm-hmm. parking yeah, yeah. i'm like dude you're paying all this mortgage and you have to fucking yeah, maintain this, exactly. this garage down here mm-hmm. so i don't know people are paying and we're getting shittier quality more and more people are coming to canada though right where are they coming from Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> They're coming from shitholes, aren't they? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no, but I think some are some are coming back. Like mm-hmm. some people from the States are coming yeah. too, right? It's a bit oh, of everything. Oh really? And it's not just people from like impoverished countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like that's what I thought too. Like, oh if, if people are just coming from poor countries, that doesn't affect the real estate market at all. Yeah, yeah. But they're accepting people that are more educated and, and kind of well-versed. Well yeah. Right? At least they can contribute. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What are we looking at in, in terms of time? Uh, time? We're at an hour or two. Yeah. Did you want to talk about your career change and, like, you know, your, your shift? Talk about your... Oh, yeah. Talk about your transferable skills, my friend. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. interview. <laughs> <laughs> sure, man. Yeah, so... I was, a, I was a tech contact, so a technical engineer at the refinery, which just meant I focused on the refining process. Mm-hmm. So we got all the, the black crude oil from out west or wherever, yeah. and then we pump it through our system, mm-hmm. and it distills it into like jet fuel, yeah. diesel, and then you have your like gasoline blends, right? So we supplied a lot of the region, like all of Toronto. Mm-hmm from this wonderful refinery, yeah, right? Uh, coupled with like the other refineries that kind of filled up the, the I guess the, the other part of the capacity. Yeah. Um, so I was a, a jet engineer for like two years. So I, I made all of the jet for Pearson. Mm-hmm. So, and you'd be surprised on how quickly Pearson can run out of jet fuel. 
Like if you don't have, if we shut down for a day, every plane is getting grounded mm. because they don't. Have, they only have a backup of one day. Yeah, that's how quickly they go through it. What are they right? saying? Like if you if, if they stop air travel for one day, it will like the economy. Cut, yeah, no, not even just economy. Like I think like global warming or some temperature yeah. will drop by like a certain degree. Oh really? Yeah, it's crazy. Like the amount of like air travel that's happening right now. Uh, uh, Especially like you're telling us like how much like Jeff feels yeah. is provided, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how what octane is like Jeff fuel at? It like, doesn't measure it in octane because it's not a combustion engine. Oh, okay. Right? They 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 so it's just high level. Like Jet fuel has a lot of like it's like the most stringent quality control ever. Okay. Because your people are in planes flying, right? Yeah. yeah. So it has to be <laughs> <laughs> has to be the, the cleanest shit they ever, right? Eighty seven octane. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Plane is not leaving the runway. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, and, and they'll like, and they'll after we process it, they'll process it again before they pump it mm-hmm. into the airplane. Oh yeah. Right. So they'll filter it again. So I, I did that for a while, and uh, and I, I got really tired of the technical stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I enjoyed it at the beginning, but at the end, it was too much number crunching, too much like no socializing, mm-hmm. just being like, uh, like uh, depressed. Yeah. Lonely guy, right? Guess, I you didn't, guess you didn't have Bumble back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and then uh, after that, so I was like, yeah, hey, I need to a change. Uh, like, get me into projects. I like mm. being a project manager. I want to mm-hmm. be kind of focus on my managerial so skills and all that. Yeah. I was gonna mm-hmm. like I was on the track, right? Yeah. I got the n- number of years, uh, but uh, that's when the oil crash happened, mm-hmm. right? I love working on projects because like I love the client interface. Yeah, I just le- love being like the go-to guy for, for yeah. a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But I didn't like being the, the go-to guy to blame to either. Yeah. I got all the shit too. I don't know if you work the PMP like PMs or anyone, but they have no control over it. Like they don't have direct authority over anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're responsible for everything. Yeah, I know. Right? I know that role very well. <laughs> I've given some PMs some headaches over the years. Yeah, yeah and they don't have no direct authority, right? Yeah. So after that, uh, when the oil crash happened, I got stuck on cookie cutter projects. Mm-hmm. So I put a piece of pipe there. Same with there, same here. I'm like, you, I'm not seeing any. You were laying pipe everywhere. I was laying pipe everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought of that. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I was doing. Yeah. Uh, but not the good kind. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I'm like, I'm not seeing any growth. Okay. I'm going to... And I was, I was doing uh, family and friends uh, transactions in Toronto mm-hmm. on weekends. I was helping them out with uh, their transactions. So I was like, you know what? If I'm going to leave, I'm going to I'm gonna leave now because we're at the bottom of the oil price now. It was like 130 Now it's like 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not sitting around for 10 years for another recession. I mean, for the, the market to kick back up again, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not going out to Calgary, right? Because mm-hmm. everyone's here. Yeah. So that's when I made the, tr- the transition and switch. And uh, when I first started, I'm like, I got this, right? Like, like it's how, how hard is real estate compared to engineering, mm-hmm. right? It's not that hard, but it's more about the, the entrepreneurial mindset. Yeah. Right? I had to rewire myself. Yeah. Like, and as an engineer, you get tunnel vision into the details. Mm-hmm. But as an entrepreneur, you have to be able to jump between the levels, right? And see how everything fits in together. Yeah. That's the hardest part. Because when you tunnel vision in one one thing, you can go in, you can be completely going in the wrong direction yeah. into your entire vision, right? And that's when I realized like this, this is no fucking joke. I got to be thinking about this like every single day, mm-hmm. seeing how everything fits together. And and I had to rewire myself. And I got a mentor um, who was also in real estate, and 
who surprisingly was is also an engineer. Mm-hmm. So, he, but he was been in the industry way longer than I was. He he kind of started as uh, uh, in finance. He worked for EY as a consultant, built his kind of kind of mindset, and, yeah. uh, executive mindset along the way. Jumped out, started his own mortgage firm mm-hmm. with his uh, partner, and then his partner didn't see eye to eye, bounced out, and then we started our own venture now. Nice. So that's that's my life story. So. Not as exciting as uh, no, that's, <laughs> some people. That's respectable. Like you're doing one thing and yeah. you didn't yeah. you realize that that's yeah. not what you want to do and you left. But that's more than a lot of people yeah. can say. Yeah, that's one of the scariest things in my mind. Like, and kudos to you for actually having the bravery to like do that. Oh, thanks, guys. In yeah. my in my profession or whatever, like I, I never I never kind of want to change my path. I have this tunnel vision in mind, and I just want to go in that one direction. Like even now, and I've done different roles in the past within like IT, I still have people, recruiters on LinkedIn wanting me to do the shit that I did like yeah. six years ago. Uh, and I'm like, no, I'm, pa- I'm, I'm past that now. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking doing, about dime a dozen yeah, recruiters. Eh? Yeah. I'm doing, I'm doing this now. So if you don't, if you're not interested in finding new roles in this, we're done talking. Yeah. Yeah. That's, no, that, I, yeah. that's firm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Cause you don't want to go backwards, right? Yeah, and I wouldn't even consider that backwards. I just feel like I'm, you know, you don't oh, want to do God, that. Yeah. toward a certain path right yeah. now, and I don't want to do that that stuff anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I know that stuff that I did was in, is in, still in demand, but it's not just about making money anymore, right? It's, it's about, about your... It's about fulfillment. Exactly. Yeah. This is one of the things that I realize now in my early 30s that, like, it's not just, <laughs> about, it's not just about money, it's about being fulfilled. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a big thing. Like, if you can get... A job, you know, that's one of the reason why, you know, trying to kill this biggest debt of my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mortgage is, is a big thing. And then hopefully, you know, that allows me to kind of transition to, into doing something else that I would prefer, yeah. which I don't know what it, what it is. Like all the shit that I like to do doesn't make money. Podcasting doesn't make money. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> You're going to start starting your podcast with ads yeah. soon. No, no, no. We <laughs> I've listened to another podcast on how to make money on podcasting, yeah. and we are far, far away from like getting that that good revenue yet. There, there's a goal to shoot for, right? Like, yeah, and you uh, can't do things because of money. True, that that's loses that, that actual yeah. thing. Like if this is yeah. what we're thinking, we're gonna make money. Yeah. Then we're doing it for the wrong reason. But it might be some, one of those those side things. And I think about like my career now that I'm going for fulfillment. I may as well grab some money along the way. Yeah. Like, why the hell yeah. not? Yeah. Yes. It goes back to like, I was telling you, like, that's why you got to love eating shit, right? Because that's going to be your job. Eating shit is the job, right? Are yeah. We, are we yeah. going to catch some sort of momentum of like <laughs> eating those shit. fetish people online? <laughs> They're just going to catch it. Hashtag eating shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's one way to grow our audience, I guess. Yeah. When they find out this podcast is not about eating shit, they're going to unsubscribe. <laughs> oh, there's how about... Eat a literal shit. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, that's that's a big thing. Fulfillment, money. Yeah, make the money when you wherever you can. Yeah. Do shit that you like. At least my job allows me to do stuff that I like, right? So I can't complain. Me neither. I'm, I'm doing, you know, an active role on a project, on a program that's moving forward quite rapidly. Yeah. I'm playing an active role. I get to travel for work and stuff. So yeah. I'm yeah, pretty chill awesome. right now, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And you guys don't have kids that... The, that's tying you down like not, none of us do right that's what I think you go through a huge life transition <laughs> yeah fuck well speaking of which I guess my, I have shit tying me down soon <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Life is a beautiful thing, yeah. right? Yeah, That's a different is. type of enjoyment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like the, the richest man amongst all of us. Yeah. No, that's that's yeah. false because yeah. we have a couple of friends that already have kids yeah. and want even more kids. Yeah. So they're richer than me in that yeah. sense. But, um, yeah, I know what you're saying. It's not... You use the term of dragging and down or, like, you know, getting you stuck is... It's kind of bad, but I know what you're saying. Where you're coming yeah. from, it's more like it's not about you anymore. It's about, someone else. It's about yeah. someone else. You know, you have to deal with all, deal with all that responsibility. Yeah, like your time is just sectioned off now. Yeah, yeah like right? you can't just That's go. I mean. and, yeah, you can't go off and do stuff for like you disappear for hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you can still pursue your dreams. It's yeah. just a bit slower because now, like maybe a third of your time is to the kid. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't. Like, it doesn't yeah, dragging you down is a bad term, yeah. but. It just makes it less Your risk. Yeah, Your yeah, acceptance exactly. to risk is like <laughs> yeah. completely different. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden, you know, you got that, that kid, that other mouth to feed, and you got that responsibility of a family. You, yeah. ain't, you ain't doing the stuff that you used to do, right? <laughs> yeah. If some young buck steps up to you and asks you what's up, right? They want to they challenge you, you, you back down. <laughs> no, I still say what's up. <laughs> I'm trying to transition into old yeah. man strength yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, you don't realize how old you are, and then you go out and you're like, "Fuck, these people are old, like young, young yeah. motherfuckers. They're annoying as fuck." Yeah. And one day you want to get into that one fight yeah. just to see if you can fight. Yeah. It's <laughs> a pride thing. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a fifty fifty, right? You don't know because like you can you can end up feeling really good or you're like shit that was a yeah. bad choice yeah. but at least that's a good lesson to learn yeah. you're like you know what never gotta fight again because yeah. I can't fight anymore I got a data point yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean we good? yeah anyways so guys, let's wrap it up yeah Leo it was nice meeting you it was nice meeting you guys too I'm glad uh, I didn't meet you through Bumble so <laughs> that was a funny story though. yeah it was <laughs> yeah. I was not expecting that either like uh, in terms of meeting people, like quality people, because yeah. I'm a quality I just, person. Yeah, like that's the best compliment I've ever received. <laughs> and on that note, yeah, <laughs> yeah. we'll wrap it up. Yeah. We'll check in periodically with you. Yeah, yeah you're, sure. you're a friend of the show. Yes, so you're a friend of the pod. I thank you I'm very much crew, for, your, huh? for your patronage. Yeah, oh, thank yeah. you for having me. Yeah. You guys are great. All right, let's sign off. All right, peace. Bye, guys. Peace.